The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Welcome to the show, everyone, and what a great week this is. My favorite week, Christmas. Christmas, Christmas, just a few days away from right now. So exciting. And that is why, you know, I had to think about, okay, I want to have a special group on that reminds me about giving and hopefully that I can get everyone listening to this show to contribute to And I must admit, I am very partial to World Vision as I actually sponsor, uh, I think it's like 17 children throughout the world. I mean, it's a very, very, very great organization and does so much. And, hey, we have a distribution center right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So I am just so excited to have with us today uh, Jeffrey Fields, the site manager for the World Vision Global Distribution Center right here in Sewickley, PA. And actually, Jeff, I thought I only had 14. First I thought I had 12, then 14. And then when I counted, I said, wow, how did this happen? But I have really moved up with the child sponsorship because I love it so much. So, Jeff, how about if we start with you? Um, how about you tell our listeners what World Vision is and how many countries you are located in? Yeah, and thanks so much for the support. It's just amazing that uh, you have that number up to 17 now, so we really appreciate all that support and your kind words about our organization. World Vision is a Christian humanitarian organization, and we're dedicated to working with families, children, and their communities worldwide in need to help them reach their full potential by tackling the causes of poverty and justice. We're working in uh, about 100 countries currently, including the United States. So we do a lot of different things here uh, with teacher resource centers, trying to help those Title I school teachers get materials they need to be able to do better in their classrooms with the kids that they're working with. Well, that is great. And don't you have a lot of those kids, they come to the center, don't they? Yes, we do quite a bit here with volunteers. A lot of the product that we get donated, our Gifts and Kind program, it all needs processed and sorted. Sometimes the donor requires that. Other times we do it for a value add, so we'll do size, gender, and seasonal sorting. So quite a bit of work needs done before we send that product off to the end recipients. And it's a value add, and we couldn't do it without volunteers. Okay, now how does this, how does all of this get to your center again, and, and what is it? What are some examples? 
We work with most of the major manufacturers of all different types of products through the U.S., uh, clothing, shoes, personal care items, school supplies, toys, uh, building materials, some medical supplies, all the types of essential needs that uh, you know the normal household would have. So we get those items donated, uh, and then sometimes we will pick up the freight, and other times if they're willing, they will pay for the freight to get it to our site, and then we always take care of the freight on getting it over to our international countries. Okay, and so just so I understand, you know, and so our listeners do, I know you can go to the World Vision catalog and you can purchase many things that are donated to children uh, throughout the world. Is this, like, how, how does that compare? Like, how do you make the donation, for example, for clothing? Yes, it was very different than our gift catalog that you're referencing. Our gift catalog, uh, you can go on to our website and and look at that gift catalog, and that is where individuals can purchase many different items that would go to help those in need. Uh, but this particular product that we're talking about is a straight donation from manufacturers. So uh, if it's clothing, shoes, whatever that may be, they would reach out to one of our corporate relations officers and offer the product to us, give us as much detail as they can, and it doesn't large amounts. We can do anywhere from a few boxes to truckloads, and then we will bring that in. We'll follow any guidelines set by the donor, whether it has to go international or needs any kind of special touches. Sometimes we have to remove the tags to make sure it doesn't end up somewhere that it shouldn't for return or that type of thing. So we we take it through a whole series of steps to be sure that it uh, is going to be put in the hands of our recipients that are pre-qualified under a financial need, and uh, so we're able to de- develop those relationships and be a business solution for those corporations where they can uh, not only get a tax write-off, but they can feel good about helping, and it won't have to go to a landfill. So this would go anywhere in the world where you have a World Vision site? Correct. Uh, and we work with the donor to be sure it gets where they're okay with it. In other words, um, generally we will have international only, domestic only, or no preference. But some corporations want the product to just stay in the U.S. Others want it outside of the U.S. so it won't interfere with their markets. That's very interesting. Yeah, that's one thing I wanted to mention. You're probably wondering when you hear uh, Jeff say that, you know, when you're hearing him talk about, um, that some donors wanted to stay here in the United States, and you're thinking, why would you do that when, you know, people in poverty are in the, you're thinking of Africa and India and countries of that nature, but the reality is that there are families right here in the United States living in hunger and living in poverty um, or living in servitude, uh, through trafficking or something of that nature. So am I right? You also help people right here in the United States. That's correct. We have our two global distribution centers, one here in Pittsburgh, Swickley, PA to be exact, and then one in Denver, Colorado. And kind of a neat story on both of those, the Pittsburgh site was chosen because of the volunteer capabilities and the low cost. Uh, Baltimore would have been a better choice because a lot of our product goes out of the port there, but the expense is high in warehousing. Plus, we did a survey way back, and we didn't feel we could get the volunteer staff down in that area, so we chose Pittsburgh. And then our Denver site was chosen because we have a financial donor who um, had warehouse spacing available and he wanted World Vision to be a little more present in the Denver area, so he donates the warehouse space to us. 
Wow, two great stories. And, and really something for Pittsburgh to be proud of that, um, that doesn't surprise me at all. Oh, yeah, me neither. I'm Pittsburgh born and raised in this area, so great area. Back, so that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, and that is a great story. Uh, so worldwide, how many children do you impact worldwide? Well, we have child sponsorship, as you touched on earlier, and you know very well. Uh, and that's when you would go and sponsor a child for uh, currently it's $39 a month. And you can go on the site. You can pick an area of the world that you're interested in. You can actually go see video there. You can see photos of the children. And then you can pick a child that you may have a tie to. Maybe you have a younger uh, girl that uh, you would want to do something like that where you would also sponsor a young girl in whatever country you have interest in. So you can do that, and you can see exactly what child you're sponsoring where and uh, what kind of change that's going to make. Uh, but we have 3.4 million sponsored children. However, wow. we impact, yeah, pretty, pretty good number. We also impact, though, over 4 million vulnerable children worldwide. And we do that in different ways by um, advocating for them and changing policy uh, with our clean water, our health, our food initiatives, all that type of thing that we do. So it's way above and beyond just the sponsorship, although the sponsorship is so critical to what we do. Oh, yes, because I know you help uh, prevent disease and educate and human trafficking. I mean, I know you're involved in so many things. But I just want to mention about the sponsorship of any type. You can go to the World Vision catalog, and here we are three days from now. It's Christmas Day. Can you imagine being somewhere in the world and having nothing, you know, while we have so much, while we are so affluent. And if you're thinking, gee, where can I make a donation to? World Vision. And, Jeff, do they make donations to you here locally or only internationally? How does that work? Well, if you go on the website, it would all go through our Federal Way, Washington, which is near Seattle headquarters. So all the child sponsorship goes through that office. But you, anyone can just go on worldvision.org, and uh, child sponsorship will come up right away. And then it, it walk right through that child sponsorship link, and then it would be set up through our headquarters in Federal Way, Washington. Now, how about you right here in Swickley? Do you, how are you funded? We are funded by both individuals that donate dollars to us as well as corporations. So we do keep a very low overhead by using all the volunteers, but of course we have some hard costs with keeping the building open and the lights on and you know that type of thing. So we do obviously need some funding, but there are corporations and individuals who will donate cash to us as well. So if someone, this show is, as all oh my listeners know, national um, and you know, the name of the show, Disability Matters, is because I'm living with epilepsy and I started this company 20 years ago, but now I'm involved nationally in disability rights. But I also believe it's about giving back. And every year in December, I focus on different groups, national groups and local. And, of course, I want to include Pittsburgh, and I'm very partial to World Vision. Now, we're heard nationally, but we have a huge concentration, obviously, in Pennsylvania. So if someone wants to make a donation to your uh, distribution center, Jeff, how would they do that? Well, that would be what we call designated funds. So they could write a check, 
and uh, in the memo or attach a letter and just write in there that they would want the funds designated to the Pittsburgh Global Distribution Center, and then that would go for the budget here that is needed. Okay, and where would they send that? That would still go to our Federal Way office, so it'll go to Federal Way, uh, Washington, State of Washington. And that, that information is also on the website. There'll be an address there that it could be sent to with a mail stop number. Okay, so they go to the uh, the website that I'm talking about, World Vision International, and make a donation but designate the Swickley Distribution Center. Correct. Swickley Global okay. Distribution Center or Pittsburgh, either way they'll know uh, what it is. All right, well, right now we're going to get ready to go to break, and then we'll be back. We are talking today to Jeff Fields, the site manager for World Vision Global Distribution Center, and just three days till Christmas, a great time to give to this wonderful organization, World Vision. And I'll talk more about that when we come back and about sponsoring a child. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Jeff. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. The schizophrenia community faces tough challenges every day. The community includes individuals living with schizophrenia, their partners, parents, children, siblings, friends, neighbors, co-workers, and also their providers of health care and social services. To hear Dr. Gordon Atherley introduce members of the schizophrenia community who are sharing their experiences, tune in to Schizophrenia Community Radio every week. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick-and-mortar locations or traditional bankers' hours. Today, banking is 24-7. It's in the home. It's on the go. It's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and, of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Happy holidays and a very Merry Christmas. 
We are soon going to be on that day, three days from now, my favorite holiday. If you were here at my office in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you would think you were in Santa land. So I am always excited during the month of December to focus on uh, an organization that's important that I feel is doing so much throughout the world, making an impact. And today we are talking to one of my very favorite organizations, World Vision. And if you want to know more, make sure, write it down, worldvision.org. And we have Jeff uh, Fields, who is right here in Pittsburgh. How great is it that one of the two global distribution centers is here in Swickley, PA, which is just like 15 minutes from down or 20 from downtown Pittsburgh. So it's really Pittsburgh, PA. And, Jeff, we were talking about children, sponsoring children. As I said, I'll talk about that more as we go along because, hey, I write a letter to these children. The majority of them are throughout Africa, in uh, Rwanda, Uganda, Zimbabwe, Tanzania, Kenya, Swaziland, Mali, um, Ethiopia, Although I also have children in a child in India, the Honduras and Guatemala, and now Albania. So, I mean, I write letters to these children, and you know what? They write back. And just so you know, if you're listening to the show and you're wondering, oh, yeah, how real is this? I'll tell you how real it is. They all ask me to go visit them because with World Vision, you can arrange to go meet the child and Really, they often write a letter to me with a photograph of whatever I've sent to them. But it was just such a great program. But World Vision impacts many things. One of them you'll frequently see on their site talks about water. So, Jeff, could you talk about that for our listeners? Yeah, and that's always been a big priority of ours, as a lot of uh, other uh, NGOs that are working in the hard areas to work. But uh, some staggering numbers, um, nearly a 1,000 children under the age of five die every day from diarrhea caused by contaminated water, poor sanitation, or improper hygiene. So uh, you can just imagine um, you get diarrhea in one of those countries that you've just mentioned, and you have no clean water. A lot of times the water caused it, and uh, they die a, a death of uh, age under five because of not having something that, you know, a lot of us take for granted, go to the spigot, turn it on. So currently um, we are committed to get clean water to one new Excuse person. me. I just yep. want to make sure everyone here that 1,000 children die a day from diarrhea, which, of course, is connected to not having clean water. Uh, that's horrible. Unbelievably. Go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it's very staggering numbers. Um, so it's a, we, we are committed to getting the clean water to a new person every 30 seconds, and we're on path to do that. We're really making great strides there. But what we've also done is we are working alongside of the communities to have them take ownership of the maintenance and the repairs of the water points because what we've found is a lot of times you go over there, you drill a well, uh, nobody's trained how to maintain that well, nobody's trained where to get parts if it breaks, how to get parts if it breaks, money for that. And a well will break, and then it's just left, and, and 
it's not doing anybody any good. So we are putting a lot of effort into that to keep those wells going. And at the current pace, we are very hopeful that by 2030, everybody in the world will have clean access to water. Um, so that's our, that's our goal currently, and we are pretty confident we're going to be able to hit that. Once again, worldvision.org. World, you know what? Isn't it horrible, though? You know, when I was saying, and listen, when you're thinking about, I want to give something, I want to give something, I don't care how small it is, worldvision.org, think about it. You take for granted just drinking clean water. I mean, there, you know, that should have an impact on you right now. You can do it. You can, you know, you can give up that one Starbucks and make a contribution. I mean, really, it just is so horrible what people are going through, but it's so wonderful to see an organization that helps us, enables us to have an impact and to make a change. But World Vision, I know, has several programs. They have other programs. So could you go over a few of those, Jeff? Yeah, certainly. Uh, we have what we call our five key areas uh, when we're working in uh, any of the countries, including here in the U.S., but we start with any of those with water, which we touched on, and then we go to food to make sure that proper nutrition is happening and the proper food is available, and then health, which kind of ties right back into those. Then once we have those three taken care of, so we know they have clean water, they have a, the nutrition they need, they're healthy, then we key in on the education because uh, that's another huge problem uh, in the third world countries where a lot of the kids aren't getting an education much past the sixth or seventh grade level. So we work on that, and then we tie in economic development where we will do small microloans to people to start a business. We'll help train them, help get that started. We do it as interest-free, but we fully expect to get that paid completely back, and we're in the high 90% of accomplishing that. And then when we get that money back, we just keep that rotating and turning. So that's our five key areas. But then also we work with child protection. We get involved with disaster relief, uh, whether it's a natural disaster or whatever that may be, uh, gender equality. And, of course, we touched earlier what we do right here in Pittsburgh. We work with the gifts in kind. And when we do that, we take the extra effort to make sure we're not affecting businesses in an area that we're working. A lot of people kind of have that question. Well, you're giving these clothes, these shoes, these school supplies, but maybe there's a textile company down the road. Last thing we want to do is take away jobs. So we put a lot of effort into making sure that's not happening. And we have a very detailed plan on how to distribute that and protect that local economy. Wow. You know, that, isn't it amazing how many, how many things there are in the world that people don't even think about. You know what I mean, Jeff, where people need help? Yep. And I always say, you have one person, one person. You may say, but I can't make that big difference. What a one person you may be the world, just to that one child, just by support. Like I do some of those things where you can help uh, send money so they teach someone to be an entrepreneur, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, fishing, a garden, whatever it is, um, which I think is awesome. But since I deal with disability, I just want to mention to all of you that you can sponsor a child with a disability, but you can also help get uh, wheelchairs, you know, different equipment donated through World Vision. So, you know, as you all know, my listeners, there are countries where you cannot 
don't have a wheelchair, which means if the child has cerebral palsy, you know, or whatever has caused the paralysis, they, or no mobility, they have to actually crawl, which I've seen photos of this. So I'm, I'm telling you, there's so many ways that you can help through World Vision and make a difference, make a difference, worldvision.org. So, Jeff, I love sponsoring children, as you can tell from uh, what I was talking about. I mean, you know, uh, I'll give you an example. Saya Bonga is in Swaziland, and he's about 14 now, and I've been sponsoring him since he was five. And it's amazing. I'm actually seeing a young boy in Africa grow up. But I am telling you, you really get to know these children. But I thought maybe you could take a few minutes and talk to our listeners about what it means to sponsor a child and how you sponsor a child. Yeah, and again, we certainly appreciate uh, all you're doing. It's, it's just great, and you know firsthand, and you're, you know, you obviously are talking from experience, uh, but uh, very easy to do. Worldvision.org, the very first thing that will come up is, is child sponsorship. That's such a key component of what we do. So currently it's $39 a month. When you click on there, you will be able to look at a couple different videos. It will walk you through how to do it very, very easily. You have options of um, you know, a, a direct pay system, if you wish, different, different payment options, whatever you want to set up. Then you can go and uh, you can look at all the different countries where we have children available to sponsor. You can uh, see a little bit of what's going on with them, see pictures of them, the age, gender, uh, like you touched on earlier, maybe they have some sort of disability. Uh, maybe they have interest in certain things that you or your family have. Uh, soccer's huge, of course, football over there, they call it, but uh, those types of things. So you can tie into a child where you have uh, things that are in common and, and uh, whether you have children that maybe have those similar interests, you can coordinate with them, you can write them letters, uh, you know, they will write you back, you can send them items. We have kind of a list of do's and don'ts on that. Uh, basically very, very basic type of things, but there's some things that you just, you know, shouldn't send uh, uh, depending on the areas. So very easy to do, uh, makes a huge difference and you can have that interaction with them as much or as little as you want, and as you touched on earlier as well, Joyce, you can actually go and visit your child. Uh, not necessarily <laughs> that easy to do if it's a travel and all that, but it can be done, and, and we offer that availability as well. If you would be traveling to a country where you uh, have a sponsored child for some reason or if you just wanted to do that, I mean, that's, that's an option as well. So very uh, good way to get involved and stay connected, and I really think you feel really rewarded by doing it. Yes, and by, and also you do receive uh, progress reports, uh, progress reports uh, from World Vision with a photograph of your child um, as the child's growing, uh, and and usually the child will draw something that's sent to you, and a of course a letter from your child to yourself. But this progress report tells you what's going on in the country, what they're doing to help, and data. Like, you would be amazed how terrible the mortality rate is in some of these countries. I mean, it's just terrible, really terrible. But it's really involved, and you really are kept up to date on what's going on. So, uh, once again, worldvision.org, worldvision.org. 
Um, you, how did you get involved with World Vision, Jeff? I used to run a public warehouse down in Ambridge, PA, which is just a little bit down the Ohio River from Swickley, and I was taking care of that facility, and World Vision, the fellow who started World Vision Gifts and Kind Program, Dick Johnson, who's from the area, he was good friends through a church relationship with my boss, who owned the facility. So World Vision came down and started talking to us about getting this started. They really had no clue on how to do logistics or warehousing, and that was kind of our specialty. So we started working with them on a very small scale back in the late 80s, and we helped them get everything set up. Uh, And I was very critical part of that to help them with the logistics and all the different types of things that needed to be done. And uh, from 89 to 93, they stayed down there and rented the space from us, and we worked closely with them. We would come in on Saturdays and work with the volunteer groups and uh, do everything that we could to help them out. And I just fell in love with the organization from that point. And when they bought the facility where they're at currently in 93, I was still pretty content where I was, and there really wasn't a position for me to come over to World Vision. But in 99, Dick Johnson gave me a call back and said, hey, we're looking for a warehouse guy. Do you uh, work in that area? Would you know anybody? And I said, you know what, <laughs> we need to talk. So uh, long story short, we talked for a while back and forth, and he offered me a position to come up here as the warehouse manager at that point, and that was in 99. So uh, kind of stayed in touch with what was going on with them in between that time, but then became an employee in 99, and I've been here since doing a few different roles, actually. Wow. Well, how do you like it? Oh, I love it. It's a great organization to work for. Uh, you know, you can you come in, and uh, it's like family here. We have a, a fairly small staff here in Pittsburgh, but a tight-knit staff. Uh, you really feel good about the work you're doing. Uh, so you really can just feel good about coming in. It's not just a job. So you can come in and, and do, do that, know you're doing good, know you're making a difference. I think, did I meet you at Northway Christian Community? You may have. I, I, yeah, I think I did. Okay. So my question, my question that I wanted to ask you is, uh, do you work with churches in the area? Yes, we do a lot. Uh, we work with businesses, schools, church groups, civil t- groups, that type of thing. But a lot of the churches come in uh, and they, they donate their time. A lot of times it's monthly, sometimes it's quarterly. But we do work with a lot, with a lot of the churches through the area, as well as schools. Yeah. What what happens? Well, how do those kids react when they get come to the center and realize what you're doing? Yeah, it's usually really neat to see because, especially for the first timers that come in, we bring them in and we show them a video, uh, touch on safety, of course, and then we show them a video of product being distributed overseas and how it's touching and changing lives. And then we give them a little tour of the warehouse, and we we hold 4,200 pallets here at the warehouse, so pretty big warehouse, and they see all that product, and their eyes kind of light up. And uh, depending on what we're working on that day, uh, you know, sometimes there's some really different neat type of stuff. We get stuff in from Fanatics, which is an online sports merchandising company. So you'll start seeing all the different NHL, NFL, uh, Major League Baseball type logos, NBA type stuff. And all those kids can connect with some of that in some way. And then for them to see the photos that we have, we have a lot of photos here showing kind of the recipients and the change that it's making. So it's amazing to see them come in and uh, get very inquisitive, a lot of good questions that they ask. And when they leave, they really feel good about 
three, four hours they spend here making a difference. Well, and what a great way, what a great way to impact someone. So if someone is interested in um, visiting you or coming there with their with children, what do they do? The best thing to do, we have volunteer coordinators, but I will give you my email address, and they can email me, and then I can get them connected with the volunteer. We have two volunteer coordinators, one with medical, one with just the soft goods type things. But email me, and then I'll connect them. I can talk to them, answer any questions, and connect them. Uh, so my email is jefields, F-I-E-L-D-S, at worldvision.org. And then I can connect them properly. And we'd love to have people come through, even if it's just for a visit to kind of learn and see what we're doing here. Corporations as well. We open it up to corporations where they can come in, do some service time, and then also have meetings here. So uh, we, we'd love to be able to spread the word and have people come in and see the work we're doing firsthand so they really get a feel for it and they'll understand it rather than just kind of wondering what we do. And um, well, that is awesome. What, and what a great experience for young people well, for anyone, but, you know, to see this and realize what's going on, you know, throughout the world and how they can help make a difference. One thing I did forget to talk about was uh, your web, your, you're on Facebook, right? I am not, but we do have a World Vision Pittsburgh Facebook page. So, and uh, Jonathan takes care of that for us. Jonathan D'Amico, he's in charge of that for us. So he'll have pictures up there, the volunteers coming in, what we're working on, what's going on in, the, in World Vision in general, but uh, specifically what's going on here at the Pittsburgh Global Distribution Center. So World Vision Pittsburgh Facebook page is up. I saw it. Good, good site. World, if you're here in Pittsburgh, World Vision is on Facebook, the World Vision Pittsburgh. But then, of course, World Vision, uh, you know, the international World Vision is also on Facebook and on Twitter. And, wow, some of the things that I see there and, you know, some things that are going on in the world and impacting uh, people, it's just really uh, something you need to get involved with. And, once again, that is worldvision.org. If you just joined us, we've been talking to Jeff Fields, the site manager at World Vision Global Distribution Center in Sewickley, PA, which is Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I really hope you'll tell other people about this show, and I hope you're taking a note right now about how you need to make a contribution today and for the Christmas holiday to worldvision.org. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Jeff. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. 
Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training, and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about this show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. Museums are great places to work and wonderful places to visit. But are they essential? How can we improve our museum practice so that museums remain vital and essential players in society? Listen for Museum Life with host Carol Bossert, where each week we'll discuss timely and topical issues of concern to the museum community. Museum Life can be heard live every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Welcome back, everyone. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. This is my favorite time of the year. It's a time of giving, and I believe it's a time where people stop and think about peace and about giving and about one another. And I hope that's what you're doing uh, you all know my belief in this. I am a person of faith, but I am a person that believes everyone should give back. So, happy holidays and Merry Christmas, and that's why our guest today is Jeff Fields, who works for the World Vision Global Distribution Center right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the global site, worldvision.org. WorldVision.org. Take time to look at that site and make a contribution. So you told us what you do here at the Distribution Center, Jeff, and you told us about uh, sponsoring a child, but you can help in other areas. I'm going to give you an example. One day I had a friend say to me, Joyce, guess what I bought you as a gift? I said, what? A goat. Now, you're listening to the show saying, what? I didn't get the goat, but a family got a goat. So you're still wondering, what are you talking about? So, Jeff, could you talk about some of the things you can do when through sponsorship? Yeah, so above and beyond the child sponsorship, we have what we call our gift catalog. And there's several that come out through the year. Currently, we're into our 
Christmas 2015 gift catalog. So if you go to worldvision.org, you'll find it right down there, or if you want to go directly to it, worldvisiongifts.org. And it is a full catalog of different things that you can purchase, and either in your name or, as Joyce mentioned, if you have that relative that's hard to buy for, maybe has everything, you could buy it in their name and then as Joyce's friend did, say, hey, we got you this goat, chicken, uh, whatever it is. But there's all kinds of different options in that catalog that you can purchase from very minimal to a lot, whatever you, whatever your budget allows. Uh, any little bit helps. You can buy chickens. You can buy seeds for family, uh, goats, cows, pretty much any type of livestock. You can also purchase part of a clean well or the whole well, uh, clothes, you can also purchase medicines, emergency foods, many different things. So if you go and look at that catalog, very simple again to do. You can go in, sign up, purchase what you want, and then donate it in either your name or someone else's name and let them know that you did that on their behalf. And it just makes a huge difference whether it's a small amount or maybe you get a couple people together and go a little bigger, whatever your uh, budget allows. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up about the uh, hard-to-find gift. You know, I'm one of those people that people will say, oh, you know, we don't know what to buy you. Um, and I tell them, well, you know, here's a good idea, something like this, World Vision. Uh, you can go to that site, purchase a gift. The email will go to the person that, that this has been purchased in your name, um, and you will not believe how many choices there are when you're saying, when I was talking about uh, a goat, for example, you cannot believe what that one gift does for a family that is in poverty or, or a chicken. Uh, you, you know, it, it provides substance in so many ways, like a goat with goat milk, but also doing other types of work for the family. I mean, it, it is just unbelievable. So I hope you will take time to, to go and remember there's so many choices uh, as Jeff said, even purchasing part of a well for clean water uh, or a whole well. But all of this makes a difference in a family's life somewhere in this world. Uh, and what a great gift to give someone as their Christmas gift that you purchase this in their name, worldvision.org. You know, Jeff, over the time you've been here, at this distribution center, and I'm sure I was just thinking about this, that you've heard so many stories um, of, of things that, you know, have happened to help through World Vision. You know, does anything stand out in your mind? Uh, you know, it's so neat to see the volunteers come in and see how it touches their lives and how forward they look to volunteering. Most of the volunteers that come in are repetitive volunteers, and we have we have a group that comes in every Wednesday. Uh, we have a lot of the groups that come in once a month. Uh, corporate groups, a lot of them come quarterly, so you start to really get to know them, and it's just amazing that the difference it makes. They just really feel good about doing that, helping out, knowing they're making a difference. Uh, you know, not everybody can contribute financially, so if you have some time to come in and donate time, that's a great way to do things, too. And it, it amazes me also to see the product that comes through, some of the great faithful donors that we've had years after years that just continue to donate that product to us um, and, and know that they're helping and making a difference. They believe in what we're doing here uh, because uh, we 
put our homework together. And like we touched on earlier, you know, we do a lot of things in making sure the education part of it's done and we're not just handing product out, but we're there beside them educating and trying to really make a difference in their lives. And, uh, a little touch too back to the gift catalog. I think the recipients not only are receiving that gift, but they are just heartwarmed by knowing someone cared for them way outside of the other part of their world. So uh, there's yeah, there's a lot of stories that uh, come through. Even some of the truck drivers, we get repetitive truck drivers because we've been told we treat them differently when they come in here. So when they know it's a World Vision load, they'll they'll jump at the chance to come back to pick up that World Vision load. So very uh, positive, encouraging to see that type of thing. Uh, we have a little cafe in the back for the drivers where they come in, where there's coffee there. We even offer them a complete shower room in the back. Um, well, we had a couple people take us up on that, but it's there if they would want to do it. Because I think a lot of times the drivers, you know, they're treated a little differently. They're not looked upon uh, as, as equal at times at some of the places they deliver to. So they uh, really sense the difference, and that's our goal. And when he walks into this building, we want them to sense there's something different going on here. Oh, that is wonderful. That is just wonderful. Uh, and for someone that just tuned into the show, Jeff is the site manager at the World Vision Global Distribution Center here in Swickley, PA, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So, Jeff, um, for someone that just tuned in, could you tell them again what volunteer work they would be doing? Yeah, we have volunteers come in pretty much daily and on Saturdays through the school year. So basically from uh, Labor Day through Memorial Day. And normally we do a three-hour shift, depending. Uh, it's usually 9 to noon or 1 to 4, but that varies depending on the group and what time they have. When they come in, a lot of what we work is clothing and shoes. So whenever we get a clothing donation, a lot of times there will be multiple types of sizes, styles, uh, gender, seasonal. What we want to do is we want to go through that product and some of the donors will require us to remove the tags but even if they don't require that we do a value add and we do gender seasonal and size sorting so that heavy winter coats aren't going somewhere that's traditionally warm you know size triple x isn't going somewhere where maybe a large size would be big you know a size 14 shoes not going to a country that uh, size 9 might be big so we want to make sure that everything we're placing gets used to the fullest we don't want to ship anything uh, and pay that heavy shipping costs and have it not used. And then also we don't want to burden our staff in the country to have to destroy something uh, that they can't use. And we work very closely with those staff members over there so we know what they need, what they want, and then we build the full container loads and they look at it before we ship it and approve it so that they're sure everything they're going to get is 100% usable. So that's where the volunteers come in. And any given day there could be some different things. Sometimes we'll do some book sorts where we need to mix titles because we'll get a large donation of books, but each palette has an exact title, and we don't want to send an you know, exact title, so we'll do mixed titles. Of course, we would work with a group that uh, maybe a young school group or a college group we, you know, that can do that heavy lifting. So we try to make sure that the, the group gets uh, the best possible sorting that day and gets the most out of it and something they can handle. So we can do very small size groups, large size groups, and um, all different varieties of capabilities, whether it's a lifting thing or whether it's a real thought process. We do work with uh, some of the special needs groups as well. Uh, we have a couple of different schools that come in with uh, their staff that way and, and the kids, and that's really great to see too because we can uh, have them come in and uh, get a good feel about coming in and being able to help too. 
Wow, that is awesome. Uh, so, uh, Jeff, what, what do you hope? What do you hope happens uh, for World Vision in Pittsburgh? Well, my main hope, and, and this uh, particular time here with you is, is really great because I, my hope has always been that we could have more people realize that we are here in the area. Our name recognition, um, not that it's bad in any way, but people just don't know what World Vision is, what they do in the U.S. in general. Um, so anytime we can spread the word and let people know what we're doing uh, and that they can get involved and help, that's just great for us. That's, that's one of my biggest uh, hopes in the area. Uh, it's so often someone will ask me where I work, and when I say World Vision, they have no clue what that is. So I would love to be able to, to narrow that gap. And then the other thing is just to keep product coming in. Uh, we, we get quite a bit of product in and great product, but I would love to just see those donations continue and then maybe a little more on the high-needs items. You know, We're always in need of school supplies, healthcare products, toys. So some of those key items, too, where it makes a world of difference. So that would be my hope, that we would uh, be able to get a little more support that way and just keep this moving forward. Uh, I remember a couple years ago, you know, I, of course, very, very familiar with World Vision, but wow, I was so surprised when I found out you were right here. Yeah, it's it's uh, unfortunately um, we kind of joke uh, that it's the best kept secret in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, that we did, you know, a lot of people don't know we're here. Part of that is because it's the global distribution center, one of two, and a lot of product we ship out of here does go internationally. So we partner with some folks in the area, like Urban Impact, the Teacher Education Partnership, uh, to name a few. And so we get some touches in the Pittsburgh area that way. We also do some work with the Pittsburgh Penguin Foundation, and we do some kit building with them. Uh, so we get some name recognition out that way. But, you know, we're not touching the community as much as I would like in the area. I would like to be more involved in that. So that's part of the reason that our name isn't uh, maybe as well-known in this area. Well, as you look back, Jeff, you've already done so much just right here at this uh, uh, distribution center. Uh, but what do you consider your greatest accomplishment? Well, you know, I've been so blessed to be part of this and to see this start at a very small scale and continue to grow and grow. And it's just been amazing to see all the support we get, not only from the volunteers here, but the, but the donors. But um, over the past, I had a role of a corporate relations officer, and that is where we basically, I, I consider it like inside sales, where we're working with the donors, and I was uh, pretty instrumental in getting the sports relationships to another level. Uh, we were working a little bit with them, but we weren't getting a lot, so I started working closely with all of them, and on that side, we also started working with the sports retailers, like Dick Sporting Goods, which is right here in Pittsburgh headquartered, uh, Sports Authority, Modellus, we get a lot of product from those retailers that we can put to great use. So I would say that there's been many things that I am really proud of that I've been able to do here, but uh, that's probably what I feel is my biggest accomplishment because it really took it to another level in a whole bunch of different areas. Oh, that's great. Well, Jeff, what, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? And by the way, it's been wonderful, wonderful to have you as our guest, especially being that it's Christmas week. So thank you very much for joining us. But what, what message would you like to live? Well, yeah, and I certainly appreciate it. This is just great to be able to you know, have you so supportive and uh, get your listeners uh, on board with us and uh, coming from you. That's, that's wonderful. So um, in, to 
kind of what both you and I touched on a little bit. Uh, my message would be just to get involved, um, whether it's financially or giving of your time, get involved to help those less fortunate. There's a lot of great organizations out there. Of course, I'm partial to World Vision, but do a little research uh, and, and see what you are passionate about. Connect yourself with an organization that fits some of that, and uh, you know, every little bit helps. So it doesn't matter whether it's just a small amount financially or whether it's a couple hours of your time, but the important thing is to choose something that you, you know, you're passionate about and uh, Come and, and do some volunteer work, make a difference, and you know we like I said earlier we can accommodate just about any types of groups, large, small, and just uh, any little thing helps. And in fact, there was a quote that I, I noticed when I was doing a little bit of prep to get ready for this, and it's from our founder Bob Pierce. And what he quoted was, "It says, don't fail to do something because you can't do everything." So that really, really hit that you know you don't need to do a lot, but get involved. I think you'll really uh, appreciate it. And you'll feel better about yourself knowing that you're helping those less fortunate. Yeah, what a great quote that is. That is a great quote. Well, hey, everyone. Um, I won't be talking to you again till after Christmas, so Merry Christmas. Blessings to you and your family. Um, I hope you have a wonderful time. And as you know, we end every show with a quote that is related, if possible, to what we've been talking about today. And this is from my favorite author, Charles Dickens. And I always talk about this at Christmas because it just so fits what we're talking about. And, of course, this is Marley talking to Scrooge when he said, Mankind was my business. The common welfare was my business. Charity, mercy, forbearance, benevolence, were all my business. The dealings of my trade were about a drop of water in the comprehensive ocean of my business. Always remember, mankind is your business. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.